Well, hello, my friend. Hello. I'm so excited to see you. Welcome to an episode of Dear Matchmaker. I am your hostess with the Moses Matchmaker and Dating Coach, Kat Cantrell. Welcome to the show. And if you're brand new here, brand new here whoo, at uh, Dear Matchmaker, our goal here is to provide you with tools and clarity to help you have a more empowered dating life, to set you up for success when it comes to putting yourself out there, knowing what you're looking for, understanding yourself better because, you know, one of the key things that I always say is the first match is the one uh, not only, you know, that you, with me, of course, I mean, here we are, but truly the match that you need to make is the one with yourself and having greater clarity of, of who you are as a person. And part of my job here is to just to kind of unveil um, what's going on in dating culture and to bring incredible experts, of course, to help us kind of figure all of this out together. Um, which, by the way, I'm super excited. So I am going to be out um, out on business for two weeks. So I'm hoping to record a couple of episodes that will be released while I'm gone. So um, next week I'm leaving for La Jolla, California for a matchmakers mastermind. I'm, um, I'm going to be earning my love MBA. And then the following week, I'm going to the Global Love Institute's two-day conference in London, and I'm bringing Brian with me for that, and we're going to tack on our honeymoon. And then the and then I'm going to the Matchmakers Alliance. I'm going to their conference in Cancun the first week of November. And I'm really excited about these incredible opportunities because, you know, one of the things that people keep pushing back to me on TikTok, they're like, oh, a dating expert in Iowa? Like, you're in Iowa? And I, you know, I'm always like baffled by this because don't people everywhere need love? Doesn't everyone need guidance? I mean, to me, it doesn't matter where you live. Um, but I am the only practicing, um, you know, I'm, I'm home-based in Iowa and, you know, the only way that I can learn and grow and help you more is by putting myself among other people who are in, who are experts in the industry and to learn and to grow from them. So I'm so excited to be on these, um, to have these experiences, to bring all that knowledge and to bring it to your ears. So if you want to follow me on all those journeys, you can follow me on Instagram, I know I'll be sharing in my stories, Instagram and Facebook. Um, and then of course, come and follow me on TikTok at Kat Cantrell. Okay. So I've been creating uh, lots of content over on TikTok and I've been having a lot of conversations. Uh, people are really chatty over there. Uh, I would say they're more chatty over there than they are in, on Instagram or Facebook. And um, so I've had people just flat out be asking me questions and sending me questions via email, sending me questions through the private message, and then asking questions on particular videos. And there's this one question in particular that I wanted to address with all of you today that was on one of my videos, and it's about ghosting. And there's a lot of information out there about ghosting. And I, I went back through all my episodes, and I've been doing this for over two years. I don't think I've ever done an episode on ghosting, which shocks me, honestly. Because uh, ghosting is really hard to go through. And I remember when I was out there dating, um, they didn't really have terms for any of these things. And so when someone didn't answer your phone calls or didn't answer your texts, you kind of just never understood why people did the, what they did and you just kind of had to deal with it and move on. Um, and I love the fact that we are coining terms so that all of these behaviors can have their own labels and we can talk about them and know exactly what we're talking about. And so uh, I'm going to talk about ghosting today. 
And, uh, you know, ghosting is something that affects everybody. It doesn't matter what stage in the beginning, usually in the beginning stages of dating. And I kind of want to go through what my philosophies are on that. So let's talk about ghosting really quick. So the definition of ghosting is when you're starting to get to know somebody and they just up and disappear like a ghost with no explanation, uh, no communication, just the fact that they just up and leave. And it leaves the other person in such turmoil and confusion. And so I want to talk about that today. And I'm going to, I'm going to answer this woman's question. She had put on this, uh, put this question. It's not really a question. It's kind of a little bit more of a statement, but she had put this on one of my TikToks and let me go ahead and read it off to you. A uh, serious question. He sent flowers, talked to me every day, asked about my day, wanted to get together, and then ghosted two months in without warning. What did I do wrong? And so I had some, I I asked her some questions back so that I can get greater clarity. But I want to, this is absolutely horrible, by the way. Um, and to me, this is a, a tall tale sign of sometimes that the both of you are not on the same page. And also, it's also a tall tale sign, someone who's more, um, somebody who has more of an avoidant mindset is probably more prone to ghosting than somebody who's more anxious or secure. It's due to the lack of emotional availability and the lack of being able to have an uncomfortable conversation with that person, the lack of them having the emotional maturity to say, I've loved getting to know you, but this is not a good fit and I wish you the best. The emotional immaturity of being able to have a sit down conversation with that person. And they feel, honestly, the people who ghost, they feel they're actually doing the other person a service by just up and leaving. Like it's much less painful to up and leave than it is to actually have that communication and for the ghoster to tell the ghostee that they're not a good fit and they wish to not be in a relationship anymore. So they feel that they're actually doing this for everybody's benefit. And here's what I want, here's, here's what I want to say about, well, let me back up just a second. I want to I want to tell you what questions I asked her that led this to where she had kind of an aha of, you know, possibly like leading up to the ghosting. And so one of the questions I had is within that 2 months. Right? So at 2 months period of time just so you know, in my And sometimes this will happen within a month. But especially if 2 months if you've devoted time and energy to one person, you should have had uh, you should have had a conversation of being exclusive. You should have had a conversation of where are we going? Are we on the same page? What are we doing? And even if you were not exclusive yet, at least you're both on the same page of where it possibly could be going. Um, even though I would be kind of, even after the two month mark, if the two of you haven't made, um, if the two of you haven't made it exclusive, I would probably question that quite honestly. Um, but so I was asking her these questions, like, have you ever had that conversation with him? How often do you see him? What kind of conversations did the two of you have when you spend time together? Because 
I'm going to be flat out honest with you. If the beginning stages of a relationship are more surface level to where you're not having deeper conversations about goals, aspirations, uh, passions, where you see things going, where, where do you see your life going, where you could fit each other, you know, where the two of you can thrive together and be a unit together. If you're not having any of those conversations and it's all just playing house to where you're just going out and you're doing things together and you're hanging out together, but you're not really being in the nitty gritty and having some uncomfortable conversations, it is much easier for someone to ghost than it is to sit down and have an honest conversation because everything has already been on the surface. And if you're, so if you're not building, if you're feeling that you're not really building an emotional connection with someone and everything just seems to be more on the surface, that's questionable. Like you should start building an emotion, a true emotional connection with somebody, knowing things about them, know what makes them tick, know like these deeper things about the person as an individual. If you don't know these things about the person, to me, before you even get to that two-month mark, you should start questioning that. So I started asking her these questions and it was very much on the surface. They would only see each other once every two every two weeks. Yeah, they would text daily, but very rarely were they on the phone. So not to say it's not anybody's fault. I want to make sure and make that very, very clear. I'm not blaming anybody other than the ghoster. It is their fault for exiting the relationship and not communicating what their thoughts are or being able to um, let them know what what that they're not no longer interested, right? They are at fault. But I guess now that I'm like, you know, talking all of this out, to me, there are some definite early signs. And this is what this TikTok was about, is about five different questions that you can ask yourself. There are some early signs of somebody who's not emotionally available. There are some early signs of somebody who is not disclosing, is not sharing, is not being able to take, take a deeper dive into the relationship. And these are the things that I want you to look out for. Because ghosting is terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Uh, And so having just this awareness as you're getting to know the person, asking yourself these questions, you know, do I really know this, these questions about, you know, what do I know this person on a much deeper level? Are we on the same page? Are we headed in the right direction? Do we both want the same things? Like, are we meshing our, our lives in together more? So are we seeing each other more on the daily basis or at least a couple of, at least a couple of times a week, twice a month is not enough. I understand if you're long distance. So these are the things that I asked her and she basically said that yes, she felt that the that um, the emotional connection wasn't there, and that she's going to be just really more mindful in the future. But what I want to what I want to address really quick is what you know when is it really ghosting and when isn't ghosting, and then what do you do when you're ghosted? Sorry, I got off on a tangent. You know how these episodes are. <laughs> off I go. So if you're on a first date and you both walk away and it's mutual where you're both like, yeah, we're just, it's just not a good fit. You do not owe it to one another to have to give an explanation that it's not a good fit. You don't owe it. 
The only time that I feel that you have to respond to somebody is that they are expressing interest. And this is in the very early stages. They are expressing interest. Hey, I had a great time. Um, I would love to see you again, et cetera, et cetera. To me, it is just proper etiquette to respond to them and say, hey, I had a great time. It was great getting to know you, but I don't feel that we have a romantic connection or I don't feel that this is a good fit and I wish you all the best. That's all it takes. And this may be really hard for my people pleasers. And this may be really hard for people that don't like confrontation because what ends up happening sometimes is that the person will write back, well, what did I do? What did I say? Do not offer advice. (laughs) Set a boundary. It is not your job to offer them advice. Set a boundary and you've already said it. So if they respond, you do not, you've already said your piece. You do not owe them an explanation. You do not need to tell them um, how you think and feel about them. Just you already said, hey, I had a great time, but I don't feel that we're a good fit and I wish you all the best and that's it. Ghosting to me in the very early stages of a relationship, you know, it is, it is a risk where it can happen. But if you're paying attention as you're getting to know the person and you feel that they are emotionally starting to connect with you, those types of people, it's going to be much harder for those kinds of people to exit stage left than it is for you know someone who is emotionally available. Most likely they're being open, they are communicative, and they're going to tell you their needs and their thoughts and their feelings. Now, do I feel that sometimes with ghosting that people that are more avoidant will ghost? Yes, because they can have deactivating strategies to distance themselves from somebody and to be able to disappear. I wish that I could change ghosting. I wish it's something that doesn't exist. I wish that people were more um, willing to be more vulnerable, willing to be more open, willing to be more communicative, but there's always the fear of rejection. There's always the fear of opening up to somebody. There's always the fear of judgment, all of that. So what do you do when you're ghosted? Okay, so there's a couple things that you need to understand when you're ghosted. Number one, it has nothing, 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 absolutely nothing to do with you at all, at all. Most likely this behavior is something that's common in their lives. And to me, it is such a tall tale sign. Thank goodness they ghosted you when they ghosted you because man, you and I both know that life gets incredibly hard and you're going to have to face adversity with this person at some point. Life is hard. People get sick. People get in car accidents. People lose money. People lose jobs. Do you want this type of person to be in your life who can just up and leave? No. Because to me, that's the type of person that's not going to be able to be in the thick of life with you. So thank you for ghosting me now. Thank you for showing me your true colors. And I promise you that this is common behavior that these types of people have with people all the time. And it has nothing to do with you. There's nothing you could have said, done, done differently. There's nothing you could have done that would have prevented this person from ghosting you. That's number one. Number two, if you are ghosted by somebody and you are extremely hurt, it's okay to take a break from dating to protect yourself, to reflect on, okay, let me take a step back and reflect what happened in that, in the beginning stages of that relationship. 
What could I have done differently? What did I not pay attention to? Were there indicators that were there that I just brushed under the rug that could have told me that this person's really not emotionally available? And I, you know, there are some people out there that, you know, I, I see this, I see this on social media where people say, well, if I haven't heard from you all weekend, then it's a no-go. And I think that there's some context that's missing because if you've reached out to them and said, hey, we haven't spoken in a few days, I'm just checking in with you, what's going on? Versus you playing games and sitting back and just waiting to see when is the next time they're going to text you. This is also you in a way of somewhat avoiding a difficult conversation. If you're feeling that someone is pulling away from you, it is your job to bring it to the forefront. To being like, hey, um, I'm feeling a little disconnected from you. I would love to have a conversation of kind of, of what's going on. Um, can you hop on the phone? Or when you're on your next date, you can sit them down and going, this is what I'm feeling. I want to know what's going on. So because people can feel it when this is happening. You can. You can notice when people are starting to pull away. And so what ends up happening, especially if you're more of an anxious attachment, you will start to go into protest behavior and you will start playing games where you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to text him for two days. Okay, well, I'm not going to respond to his text until next day. Well, I'm not going to respond to her because she hasn't talked to me in two days. Just communicate. Communicate. Don't play games. Just communicate. So as you're reflecting, look back on that and go, okay, how did I contribute? What ended up happening? What were the signs? And really take a break and reflect. Now, if ghosting happens in the early stages, in the very early stages, most likely you can just get yourself, pick yourself back up, you know, brush off the dust and keep on going. And in those cases, just implement some self-care. You know, one of the things that I always have my clients do is write down a list of things that they bring to the table. And so when you are ghosted and something like this does happen to you, that you can go back to that list and go, well, look at all of this incredible, incredibleness and beautifulness and uh, magnificentness, is that a word, um, that this person missed out on, their loss. And so when someone goes, you just implement some self-care, do something for yourself, schedule an appointment, um, go to a rage room if you want to. Gosh, they just opened up one of those here. Um, break some stuff if you need to. Let I mean, do something for you to reset Because you know that when it comes to finding love, that love needs to be for you first. And when someone hurts you, it is your job to pour right back into yourself. Pour right back in. So that when you are ready to go back out there or you are, you do go on that next date that you still will be vulnerable. You still will be open. You still are open to possibilities of finding true connection. I don't want ghosting to be something that will deter you from dating altogether because we have to be open. We have to be vulnerable in order, in order for love to find us. It's true. And sometimes that vulnerability is the vulnerability that we need to have for ourselves in having those honest conversations and 
letting us understand why we were attracted to to what we were attracted to and what key things do we need to pay attention to the next time. And what I'm talking about with that, this is, I'll end on this note. I'm not asking you for, I'm not asking for you to go on dates and look for everything that's wrong because I feel like that sometimes we can make a mountain out of a molehill and it does not matter. What I'm asking you to do is that when something happens and your intuition and something inside of you says, hmm, this doesn't feel right. Why am I second guessing? Why am I in this position? Why am I, you know, those are the questions that you need to ask yourself. Not to look for them, but when something does happen, like I always tell, I always tell my clients, assume positive intent all the time, always, always, until proven otherwise. So when something does happen, it's your job to pay attention to that. Your job. Okay. All right. Um, geez. Was this episode about ghosting? I feel like I was kind of all over the place, but I, you know, we did touch on it. I gave you some things that you need to do when you are ghosted. Um, I'm so sorry, friends. I'm so sorry that this is a part of dating culture, but unfortunately it is. But I think that just the more you understand what you bring to the table, that you are deserving of love, that the right person will value you and appreciate you and, and give you what you are deserving of. Um, I think I said that twice because that's what I really believe in. Um, I just don't want you to get in your own way and create excuses on why you can't get yourself out there. Okay. All right. So just as a quick reminder, this episode is brought to you by my agency. I forgot to say it. Um, theheartagency.com where I have from matchmaking, dating, coaching, image consulting, uh, singles events and women's retreats. There's a wait list that's still building. Go to theheartagency.com and put your name on a wait list if you're interested in going to St. Lucia with me in February. All right, my friend. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, true love is waiting for you. And I will see you next time. <laughs>